Thank you, Pastor Nathan, your congregation, for your friendship and for your extensive, powerful partnership with Project Rescue. We have been blessed, and it's a joy to be sharing this time with you. I'm here today also with my husband, David Grant, who has had a long-term friendship with Life Church and Pastor's family. We are honored to be part of such a powerful week of focus on God's mission in our world today. As we focus on that mission, I'd like to turn attention briefly to a very familiar story in, in scripture from John 4. Here is the story of Jesus, who travels out of his way, literally takes what we would call a detour to meet a Samaritan woman at a well. Her life was way too complicated. In the eyes of her culture, she was the wrong religion, she was the wrong gender, the wrong lifestyle, all the things that are like the wrong religion, all of these things in a culture's eyes and the disciples pretty much. It was complicated, but it was to this woman that Jesus revealed himself as the Messiah, the greatest gift he ever gave any of us. He revealed himself to her. That encounter with Jesus was so life-changing, she ran into the village, which shunned her and would have shamed her. And she shared with them, let me tell you about a man I just met. This was life-changing from that moment. Now, it's interesting this morning because I like to point out that it's from that experience and moment that Jesus picks up and begins to walk with his disciples who didn't participate in that experience. And he said to them, when they said, aren't you hungry? He said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do not say four months. And then the harvest. I tell you, open your eyes. Look at the fields. They are ripe now for harvest. It was three years ago that David and I had a working lunch with our then leader, Greg Mundus, in missions. We had worked with him, and five days later, he was hospitalized, dying literally with COVID. And suddenly, we were home and um, had plenty of time to think and to pray. During that time, as I would get phone calls from family and friends, I would, at those moments when the call would end, I found myself saying something I'd never say in my life. I'd say, stay safe. But the second day of staying stay safe to family and friends, the Holy Spirit convicted me, and I got more and more uncomfortable as I said those words. He convicted me, and he said to me, Beth, in all your years of walking and following me, I have never called you to the priority of safety. I have never called you to stay safe. And I started to smile. I thought, oh, that's surely true. That's never been the priority. And he said, I have called you always to stay ready ready to sense what I'm doing, ready to hear my voice, be ready to step up and move with what I'm doing in a moment. 
ready. Don't miss what I'm going to do in this storm. That was a pivotal moment for us personally. As we know, the months ahead, the years ahead, the couple years were stormy, stormy and tragic in many ways for our world. But God had spoken to us and given us, in a sense, letting us know, change your focus. I have called you to stay ready because I am going to do something powerful in the middle of this storm. God's mission has not changed in the storm. In the middle of the storms in our world today, and as we do this missions convention and Sunday and focus, God is at work in the middle of the storms. He has not taken a time out from his great commission. God is still, in 2023, friends, he is still on mission. His saving, redeeming, healing, liberating mission. The challenge is not God on mission. The challenge is us as his people on mission. You see, in the middle of that storm, within weeks of God speaking to us, as Project Rescue leaders and saying, stay ready, within weeks, red light districts, the impossible happened. Red light districts in Europe and Southern Asia, where we mostly worked at that time, suddenly, because of COVID, were shut down with a decision by government leaders. We do not know in history if that had ever happened before. And suddenly, Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of women and children who were in sexual slavery and were not free to leave were suddenly in a moment free to walk out of slavery. And suddenly they are moving. Where do they go? What do they do? I would say to you, suddenly we realize while we're celebrating the phone calls that say, we are free to leave slavery. But what is freedom without food? What is freedom without food? What is freedom when we have children and there is no place to go? Can you help us? We want to begin a new life. What a missional moment God gave us. And over those few months, we were able, Project Rescue staff in multiple countries was able to help liberate literally thousands of women and children out of sexual slavery, whereas for 20 years, it had been one woman and one child at a time. And suddenly, it was thousands. And we had the greatest opportunity to help rescue them and help them begin a journey to healing and freedom that we'd never had before. There are miracles happening in the middle of global storms. God is at work. Full freedom and new life for victims of sexual slavery are only possible through Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. In 2 Corinthians 3.16, Paul proclaims, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, 
the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Why is the work of the spirit so critical when we work with the sexually exploited in this mission? In many nations, religious rituals are performed over little girls or teenagers before they begin to be sold into prostitution. In some cases, the spirits of specific goddesses are invited to inhabit the lives of those little girls. So beautiful little girls that you see in our videos that are received into aftercare homes from sexual slavery are not just lacking medical care, education, and love. They are also troubled by powerful, dark, evil spirits. So suddenly, this beautiful little girl who you're trying to help, suddenly there's a manifestation of dark power because she was offered to idols. But this is where the power of the Holy Spirit comes in. Friends, in this day of mission, he is not a luxury. Being filled with his spirit and empowered and anointed by him as people who do his mission is critical because without the power of the spirit, there can be no full freedom. We are anointed and called for this moment and for this task in the middle of storms. The best workers in Project Rescue in Southern Asia and Europe this morning are survivors. They were rescued as young girls from brothels and prostitution. Some of the most powerful workers are former madams that were delivered 20 years ago. Now it's been 20 years. They were delivered from demonic power, and they are fearless. I love working with them. I love walking through those places of darkness with them because they know the darkness. And now they knew dark power, and when Jesus came into their lives, they had to quickly become full of the spirit of the living God. They are anointed and they are fearless in that anointing. They understand authority. They lived under dark authority. And now they live with Jesus, the resurrection and the life. They are powerful women who are helping set other women free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. About four months after the Forever Free campaign was launched to release, to help rescue those released women during COVID. It only took months. They were in safe homes, safe places. They had started vocational training programs and trauma intervention and healing in homes of hope. And traffickers started appearing again on the edges of where those girls were. The enemy does not give up easily. One of them approached one of his former girls, and he said to her, I want you to come back, and I want you to work for me. I will give you 10 times what these people are giving you. Now, here's a young woman who has just begun her healing journey with Jesus.
she looked at him in the face and said, I have found my place. I have found my God. And I'm never, I'm never going back. That's what God is doing and can do through his mission. You see, his mission is to redeem and restore the lost around our world today as we celebrate and also commit ourselves during this focus on mission. I would say, God, help us to remember this is not a time to be distracted. This is a time. Jesus said, look at the fields. Yes, we see what we look for. If we are looking for chaos, confusion, evil, injustice, and darkness, friends, we will surely find it. Or, Jesus says, look at the fields. You and I, as people, as men and women of the Spirit, instead of looking at the chaos and the darkness, we can say, Lord, give me your eyes to see what you are doing, to discern how your Spirit is leading, and may we be aligned with your purposes in this moment. You will see what you will look for. Let's keep our eyes on the mission of God. Let's, like that young woman, refuse to be distracted. No, I found my place. I found my God. I found his purpose. I found his mission. I will not be distracted because we are committed as a church, as men and women of God, we are committed in this day to be, to receive the greatest harvest that we have ever experienced in our lifetime. This is that day. Together, we are committed to God's mission and miracles in 2023. It's God's day. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit that we sense stirring us as a church, as a people, as individuals whom you have called. You have prepared us, literally, as your people filled with your spirit. You have prepared us for this day of exceptional opportunities for your mission. Help us that we will not miss the moment. But like Jesus says, don't say later, my mission, my harvest is now. And Father, in the name of Jesus, as your people, as Life Church, we say, Lord, anoint us for this moment. And may we be used of you for your mission in this moment, in the middle of a complicated world, because you are on your mission, and we are in step with you and in step with your spirit. Father, I thank you for what you're going to do through your people in the days to come. And I pray, Lord, in the powerful name of Jesus,
that when we meet one more time as a body next year, we will look back and say, from what began this weekend, we will say, look what the Lord has done. We pray that former slaves will be part of next year's focus because your power and your people will be at work to set captives free. We ask these things in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And thank you. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us, share with a friend, and hit subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you stream your podcasts. Our mission is simple. Come to life, connect to grow, find your purpose, make a difference. Thanks for listening to the Life Church Podcast.